What's good with you, my bad fam? Yo, I had to had to stop. I started, so I started to record uh the show and then I had to stop. So y'all may be wondering, like, so why the hell are you sitting down in a different room of the house and not in the actual room, right? So um this week, so things been crazy this week, right? Damn, I forgot. Before we even get into that, let's talk about it, man. This is the Just Send It podcast with the boy, the man, the myth, the legend, Raleigh Escobar. And this is episode, ooh, 22. We're on episode 22. So without further ado, let's actually get into it. Cute intro, please. So right now I'm actually in my foster mother room. Um, she's somewhere else, right? She's at her fiance house. So um, I'm in here recording the show today because all, all this week, pretty much, um, we've been having painters in and out the house, repainting the house. So they started downstairs in the basement uh, where my grandmother lived at. They did the outside area and then they did the bedroom. And then they finally worked their way up. So my sister room is done. And then yesterday or today, they just recently did my room. So that means that I kind of like semi-evicted out of my room until the paint dry and the fumes kind of dissipate. So I was like, dang, that kind of sucked. I still want to get a show out this week and I don't want to get a show out too late. So I was like, let's just take the bare minimum of what I need to do a show and let's record. So it's going to sound a little bit different because I'm using different equipment uh, and I'm in a different space. So it may not be super duper well lit like before, but you know, it's the show. So we still want to just send it and get it done and get it out there for y'all. So like I said, this is episode 22 uh, and we're going to have a good time. So what, what, what was on my mind about this? So, so, so yeah, I know what was, what was on my mind. So this, this morning while I was hitting out for work, because mind you, last night I put all my belongings actually in the living room with the exception of my bed, my desk, and like my TV, right? And my room was completely empty. Like if y'all see the, the room, y'all know that I always have posters, uh, katanas on the wall, degrees hanging on the wall. I always have all the wall filled with like this stuff, right? To really like personalize the space. But like, you know, due to this painting project, this was the first time I actually had to take everything out the room in a while, right? I know I take, I clean the room consistently, but to take everything, everything like you're moving to a new state, like moving to a new house, that was completely different. So I was like, dang, you know, the last time I seen this room, like this empty, it's like when I first came to live down here, right? And the first time I came to live down here was like 2011. Uh, me and my sister Shirley, we recently uh, got like kind of like pushed out of our oldest sister house, right? Um, who was our, you know, foster care, you know, guardian, right? And we eventually came down here to live with our, you know, uh, foster family. It's kind of weird, right? It's really, really weird, right? But um, our that sister's, you know, ex, 
wife, family, right? So my oldest sister, right, she got married to, you know, somebody, right? She got married to, uh, which essentially is Gina, right? And Gina's mother, you know, lives here, right? This is grandma's house, right? So, like, when they split, we actually went with, you know, her ex-wife versus staying with her, right? Um, because she kicked us out. So uh, her ex-wife just took us in. So, you know what they say, like, you can't really pick and choose your family and et cetera. That's a lie, you know? So don't believe people when they say that. So it's extremely complicated. So the first time I ever seen the room that empty was when, you know, we first came down here. And when we first came to live down here, right, we didn't even have a room. So me and my sister, we used to sleep in the living room on the couch. That's where we, uh, we stayed, right? And we was on the living room on the couch for maybe like, maybe like, maybe like three, three, four months when we first came down here because everybody had a bedroom and this room that I'm currently in was a living room. So we did that for a while until like um, the, the patient that was staying in um, the room that's not my room now, she moved out and moved to another place. And then that room kind of was like me and my older sister room, right? So we both were sharing the same room and it was only enough space in that room just to walk in and then that's it. Like all around the perimeter of the room was just stuff. And like 90% of the stuff was my sister's stuff. I had like two bins to my name and that was it, right? So we used to like alternate between like, you know, sleeping, uh, one of us sleep on the bed, one of us sleep on the floor. Cause the bed was only a twin XL and it wasn't enough room for both of us to sleep on it, right? So the way things typically went was like, whoever was the first to get up will be the person that got to sleep on the floor, right? So what I was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying how like when we first came down here to live down here, me and my sister were sharing the same room and like whoever was the first to leave to go to school or go to work had to sleep on the floor. So a lot of times, most of the time it was me. Um, so the other person could sleep in. So we did that for like four or five months until like this room that we in now, the dining room actually got converted into a, uh, a bedroom. And then um, the other room became available. So my sister went there. And the only thing I had in my room was just a bed, a TV, and like, like two tables. That's it. That's, that's the, all I had was a bed, two tables, and a TV. That was it. And it was empty for the longest. Like, super duper humble. I think I think I saved my money and bought an Xbox. I bought an Xbox. I had, that was like one of the, the first big purchases I made. You know, went to Walmart, copped the Xbox. Dang. I even copped cheap Xbox with only four gigabytes. So I did that for a while, right? And then the next couple of big purchases that I made was I bought like an iPad like the very next year. And then I started just adding components to the room. Like eventually like went to school and bought an iMac and then bought a desk for it. So like that was super duper kind of cool. Just really adding piece by piece and making it in my own space. And then my friends even helped and contributed. Like uh, um, my ex-girlfriend, she bought me, well, she used to work at like Spencer's at the time. And they was doing that Bar Batman Arkham, um, Arkham like promo for the game, right? So they had a poster that was like maybe like twenty by like sixty that was like in the store window. 
And she was like, yeah, they getting rid of it. They selling it. And like, do you want it? I was like, yeah, I want it. So like she eventually like showed up at the house with a big poster, like 60, like 60, like inches long. Right. Just as tall as me. And I was like, dang, I find a place for it. Found a nice little wall for it. And I put it in, in my room. And at, for, for some of my other YouTube videos, I use it as like a backdrop for the room. But it was super duper dope. So like slowly add into the aesthetics. But like just seeing the room empty, I was like, dang, like, yo, we really came a long way. Like we've been here about 11 years since like our sister put us out and like, dang, like step by step, slowly add into the aesthetic, got rid of the old desk, you know, re-up and bought this new $600, you know, electronic desk that lift up, you feel me? Then like, oh, one from always had to set the camera up to record stuff to like, you know, creating a little, little like, <clears throat> like video, you know, YouTube, you know, desk set up. So all I got to do is just hit, you know, record and then we with it. So like that, that was super duper dope. But I tell everybody like, yo, you don't have to have everything off the rip. If you, you know, you starting something new, you streaming now, you editing, you making music. All you got to do is have a couple pieces to slowly add on as you go along. Sooner or later, you'll have everything you need. And like, that's kind of what happened with me. But I was like, dang, yo, like, man, we really came from really, really humble, like humble beginnings. Like, niggas ain't had nothing. We ain't have nothing. All we had to do is just always went outside, came home, probably had an iPod, probably had an iPad. That was it. Probably had Xbox one or two games. That was it. Humble beginnings. And now, look where we at, man. Like, we got IMAX. We got all the game systems. Like, there's really no reason to leave the house, right? But you leave the house anyway because, like, you know, all the fun and stuff is outside. You feel me? They trying to bamboozle us and hoodwink us and, like, you're staying in the house and watching Netflix and all that all day, which is really cool and dope. However, like, yo, it's something, like, important about going outside and chilling and hanging with the fam, fam and the folks and everything. So that's super duper dope. I got some, um, for episode 23, I'll probably be recording episode 23 this upcoming weekend. And I think I'm going to have my grandmother, you know, guest star on the show, right? Because um, uh, a friend of mine, we was talking about vetting, right? We was, we was talking about vetting and also I've been also listening to the Crew Season podcast, right? And they mentioned, they mentioned to talk about vetting on there as well, right? So... I would ask my grandma, like, what is the proper, you know, way to vet people? Like, how do you normally vet people back in the day, right? And, like, I'm, like, I'm kind of interested in, in your perspective, right? Because, shit, man, you know me, man. I don't pretend like I know everything. So I'd be quick to ask a question, like, yo, how, how do you do this? How you, how you do that? You know, would you do this? So I'm going to have my grandma on the show, and we're going to sit down, and we're going to talk relationships, and we're going to talk vetting. Like, what do you ask, you know, how do you judge a person? Because she probably got a lot of knowledge and a lot of game to give. And hopefully, like, people that, you know, this out there who's listening, they just really appreciate the content. Like, oh, that's super dope. Me and my grandmother, our relationship is, I don't know, she's like my partner in crime at, in a way. Like she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She like my partner, partner in crime in a way. But we always have really, really, really good discussions, right? I don't think we ever, I don't think we ever had an argument. Like we never really have an argument, but we always have really good discussions. And like the way she see things and the the knowledge that she imparted on me is like, you know, 
it's it's stuff of God. You feel me? It's like it's high quality stuff, right? And it's to the point that like I, I know a lot of my friends be like, dang, I wish I had a grandmother like like yours. Like she she really was dope. Y'all can talk about anything. And I be like, bro, <laughs> the same luxury that I have of talking to her about anything and having this conversation is the same thing that you have, right? All you gotta do is call her, ask for a time of the day, and she'll sit down and she'll talk to you, right? And she'll spit, like she'll she'll spit that real stuff to you. And people are like, dang, because I noticed like people are like, dang, um, I really don't get along with my family. You know, why your family is like really, really cool? You know, why y'all so open? Why y'all capable of having this discussion? And I'd be like, yo, like kind of weird, but like this is not my blood family, this is my foster family, but we're just as close as my blood family, if not more, right? And I said, you know. It, it's easy to cop out and say, man, that's your family, bro. Like blood, blood is sticking in water. You got to do whatever they do or, you know, do whatever they say, always buckle, you know, forego your boundaries. That BS, right? With them, they understand like, yo, you got your boundaries. You feel the way you feel. Everything is open, always clear. They don't just bust moves without you. They want to know, are you with it or just, is a little bit better way of living. And I wish, I kind of wish that regular blood family operate like this, but for some reason they don't. And like, if you was to ask me why they don't operate like that, I don't know. Everybody's family situation is, you know, kind of different, but I have been noticing, right? I have been noticing like, yo, this, maybe this COVID or the times, but have put huge strains on how family, you, you know, interact with each other, right? And I receive calls all the time, like, yo, my, my mom was tripping, or like, my stepdad was tripping, or I had to I had to lean on my uncle because he asked me why I want to do this career option instead of that career option, and et cetera. And, or like my, my stepfather, you know, he he got upset and bothered at me and mad. And, and like, I had to like, I noticed, I just noticed that like a lot of people are having real issues with that family. And, I'm not saying the issues wasn't there before COVID, but like maybe just being quarantined, everybody just not moving and not being distracted by, you know, work and trying to pay the bills really made people realize like, yo, I got some issue or some trauma with some members of my family, right? And, and like, I don't know how to deal with it or I don't know how to fix it. So, I know there's like a lot of people been having real issues and having family issues and it been coming to like the forefront of this shit. Every time they interact, it's there. It's blatantly open. And it's like, what you gonna do about it, fam? And it's like, yo, or how do you communicate with them? I don't I can't communicate with my 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 foster mother. I can't communicate with my brother. I can't communicate with them. It's like, how how do you do it? This person, I try to tell them I love them, but they keep on like trying to, you know, run off on me. Like, what do I do? And I've been telling people like, yo, everybody been facing trauma. Like everybody been facing trauma is dealing with trauma, especially COVID. Like sometimes you gotta reset the room. Sometimes you gotta let it ride and wait three days. If you feel like you 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 want to show them appreciate that you appreciate them, you know, wait. You know, catch them catch them one on one. You know, catch them dolo. You know. Treat them the lunch, or like y'all just wanted to show that I appreciate it. You know, I try to say that all day, but you know, you was going through your your emotions, right? Like sometimes you gotta pull people to the side. You know, 
And sometimes you got to have one-on-ones with them. Sometimes you got to give them some time, some space. Sometimes you just got to send a message like, yo, when you get the time and you feel free, just hit me, right? But it is kind of crazy, man. Crazy. But that's this is the kind of part, this is the kind of part we're doing today, right? We're just doing like a, you know, let me rap with y'all kind of part, right? And it's just a different, man. But it does feel hella weird kind of be evicted out of my room, though. That is weird, especially during a weekday. Because typically, well, I don't know what time it is. I don't know. They got karaoke. Something something telling me just say effing and sleep in the room. Fuck the fumes. Something telling me that. But, like, I may fall asleep in there with that and them pain fumes in there and then wake up and have like Jesus tap me on my shoulder like yo you stupid <laughs> so I don't want to do that so um my foster mother she already said that she's gonna let me uh have the room her room for the night and she probably be home during the weekend so that's super duper cool. dope I'll just set up in here probably play the games finish watch attack on titan because that that joint was fire. Finished watching that. Um, and I don't know. Oh, I most definitely edited this part. I got hard up and edited this part tonight so it can be up tonight and really conceptualize, you know, what I'm going to, um, how the party is going to go this weekend with my grandmother. Ho- hopefully she's she's free because everybody, that's the one thing about people in this house. Everybody is busy with something, whether it's work, whether it's extracurriculars, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, friends and family, stuff, they're always busy. And if you don't be like, hold up, hold up, what you doing two weeks from now? You might not get them. You know, you feel me? Sometimes when it's so crazy, it's hi, bye, I'm going to a meeting. I'm in a meeting right now. I'm about to get an interview. I'm, I'm leaving an interview. Uh, this person is coming over to drop something off. This person is, uh, I got to go see this person. That's kind of how it is, right? Oh, um, we got this, this, and this event coming up. I need your help with it. Okay, cool, put it in your calendar. That's kind of how it is. And I know a lot of a lot of houses are not as busy as that, you know, but here everybody does something, right? It's like something, you know, towards their career, something personal-wise, and there's something like family-wise. Everybody does something. So it is a different way of living and operating. Sometimes I wish y'all can actually get a chance to actually see, you know, a day in the life of Tuan or what actually happened at Primrose, Primrose Manor, but Man, it's kind of crazy. But this is episode 22, man. Kicking it with Twan. Evicted out of my room, man. But we still here. Yeah. Let's go. Spitting bars, been dreaming about whipping up in the latest cars. Fucking bitches kick them out and then go hit them all. Round table meeting twan, trying to become a boss. Still got the sauce, yeah. Spitting bars, been dreaming about driving slow through those Cali streets. Linen shorts, clear sky in that Miami beach. Me, J, me, easy. I'm thinking life is sweet. Now this shit complete, yo. Daydreaming about being multi-milli, taking my people with me. Buy them cars, give them jobs to try to keep them busy. 
New house for the fam somewhere that's out the city Only God can hear me in my mind I am still patient, so grateful, plus ahead of my time Taking trips, drifting whips in the Pacific time Round table meeting, whole crew said we doing fine I'm the mastermind, yo Daydreaming about being on the road Performing plenty shows No struggle, no woes Because we never fold Yeah, I've been planning for this I'm demanding my chips Yeah, still been spitting it I fell in love with the muse I'm just sharing my views Every bar is a nod to the game He's insane, but he'll never change because he been spitting bars. Been dreaming about whipping up in the latest cars. Fucking bitches kick him out and then go hit them all. Round table meeting Twan trying to become a boss. Still got the sauce. Yeah, spitting bars. Been dreaming about riding slow through those Cali streets. Linen shorts, clear sky in the Miami Beach. Meet Jay, meet Yeezy. I'm thinking life is sweet. Now the shit complete. Yo. Boss shit, raw shit, now niggas saying I lost it Oh shit, now stimulating your mind Now drinking Corona and lime with four more than more pours I will be out of my mind, life is a bitch But this isn't as good as it gets Niggas in 19 copper Bentleys now drifting the whip With that being said, the boy I got no more chills No more feels, I'm keeping shit so so real, definite and I'll be doing this to the death of him But they blessing him until winning is kosher Late night walks, spitting bars, drinking Folgers Twan a little older, a little colder Got the world up on my shoulders, it's like a boulder You like it? Well then I've been spitting the right shit That platinum mic shit, cruising on the night tip The hype shit, I got my money dog cause of those night shifts Spitting bars, been dreaming about whipping up in the latest cars Fucking bitches kick them out and then go hit them all Round table meeting Twan trying to become a boss Still got the sauce, yeah, spitting bars Been dreaming about riding slow through those Cali streets Linen shorts, clear sky in the Miami beach Meet you know, Jay, meet Yeezy, I'm thinking mega. life is sweet Now this yeah. shit complete, Money yeah. Come first. Uh. yeah I go to sleep with a picture of a Porsche on my wall After I put the torch to my raw Hustling till the sun go down Me and my rounds making our rounds Tell me what kind of crew you used to hang around When it all go down Been counting twenties, it's fifties and hundreds now Stash away a hundred thou, spitting bars Me and my niggas been whipping the slickest cars Sending chicks home in that lift, met her at the bar she a drunken hot girl, I'm a superstar you know. Onville, baby girl, I know who you are Keep, Keep your heart pure with me, that'll get you far All that slick slide ain't gon' get you shit at all Young black entrepreneurs, so we stack chips and ball Told Twan, you ever need a verse, fool, give me a call I slide in that NASCAR, hopping out, letting out a fog For my dog, we all stars